Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I'm Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Women Around the World, where we just celebrate all the women doing all the amazing things, and we want to keep lifting them up because, you know, they need their flowers, and they should get them while they're still with us. But before we start, I do have a pretty intense personal question, and uh, just so you know, listeners, I did ask her before so that Mm -hmm. she was prepared, that I didn't, you know, put her on the spot. I think people are like, oh my God, why would you ask this? It's, (laughs) it's, you know, because we we love each other and we love sharing with y'all, our listeners, Mm -hmm. our personal thoughts. But for you, uh, who has come out as queer, uh, not so recently, but recently, but definitely recently to some people, Mm -hmm. what was the hardest part about coming out? I think the hardest part for me, because... I identify, as I've said, as like asexual slash maybe gray sexual, biromantic. But I was, I thought I was queer from high school-ish age. And that wasn't so hard in a lot of ways. You know, I, as an asexual person, it was easy to like pass. So I think for me coming out, I had a lot of doubts about, well, I didn't go through... All, all these horrific things I've seen other queer people go through, so I'm not queer enough. Um, and then I hate to admit this, but I was almost embarrassed for people who had dated me. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Like it's not a good, it's not healthy in any way. But I was embarrassed at what they would like tell their friends mm-hmm. about dating me. And then probably the other thing was. That no one would believe me. Yeah. That they would dismiss it and they would say, like, essentially what we've seen and what we've talked about in past episodes with asexuality of 
oh, you just don't like sex. Right. So like that fear of being dismissed, being judged, being like looked down upon and ostracized. Luckily, I've been fairly, most of the people I know have been really supportive. Um, I, I've had a few that haven't, but uh, that was definitely, it was hard. Like the, the like telling of someone and then that moment where they process it and me thinking, oh, they don't believe me or right. they think it's a phase or, or something like that. They're just right. going to dismiss it. Right. And I know there's a lot of conversation right now, especially in the U.S. and around the world as the uh, queer community feel like, they're being targeted, and they are, I think, uh, specifically by morality police as mm-hmm. well as the right-wing conservative uh, political stances. But I think it's really important that we keep talking about that because, you you know, what you went through, even though it's very deeply personal for you, and it is individualistic. Like, everybody goes through different things. You've had a better reception from your community, which I love, which I hope you felt that way mm-hmm. as part as being part of your community. But I know a lot of people haven't always had that, loss of family, a lot of homelessness, a lot of that. And I think that's really important that we keep talking about it because even though it might be a good reception, seemingly, there's mm-hmm. still a lot of turmoil that people go through as as you talked about within your own self, that whole like, how, how are my ex-partners? I think that's legitimate. I don't think we talk about that a lot, mm-hmm. how it affects you as much as it affects possibly those around you, but affects you because there's one more thing added to your level of so many emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> that you are going <laughs> through. And, you know, we really want to keep talking about uh, the queer community at all points. This is not something for, for us, you know, being in an intersectional uh, conversation constantly. We want to make sure that that is something that is always at the forefront of everybody's minds. We don't want to ever come to a point that we just do things because of a month or a day. So just to put that out there, I know, I think we've talked about this before. Same thing is like, yeah, it's Women's History Month, sure, but we talk about women all the time. And so <laughs> nothing's really changed it's for us. And we wish, that, yeah, we wish that more people could do that so we could go outside of this month and it would be more of a regular thing mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be highlighted. It would be a delight not to have to do these things in order for any recognition to be done. Right. But that's a sidebar that mm-hmm. I always like to add in. But today, we also wanted to talk about another uh, queer woman who's doing some amazing things, and that is Bianca Rodriguez. And uh, Bianca is a Salvadorian trans activist who has been a leader in her home and for the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, Born in 1993 in San Salvador, Bianca has seen the continued violence and discrimination around her, though she was supported by her father when she started to discover her true identity at the age of five. It wasn't long lived. Uh, She lost her father at the age of six, and unfortunately, her mother was not so understanding and was fairly abusive and unwilling to accept Bianca and forced her to leave to go and live with her grandmother who had, quote, I don't want this to come out as if saying I'm saying this. So this is, quote, come to terms uh, with who Bianca was and accepted it. So she did have a little bit of support. Yes. And with her grandmother's support, Bianca graduated high school and moved on to get her degree in agro-industrial engineering. But due to the targeted harassment and bullying from the school, Bianca eventually dropped out. And she experienced many hardships outside of just school. And she continued to try to find jobs and a way to survive and support herself. 
but she also continued to be rejected due to her ID, which misgendered her. As she has said, quote, we live in a situation in which society at large discriminates against us and the state discriminates against us. The only option left is to try to survive in a country that denies us our rights. In 2015, Bianca adopted her new name and identity and worked to do more not only for herself, but for those who were in similar situations as she was. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. So in a 2021 Human Rights Watch report, it was stated that the Salvadorian government admitted that the LGBTQI plus community, quote, face torture, inhuman or degrading treatment, excessive use of force, illegal and arbitrary arrest and other forms of abuse, much of it committed by public security agents, which forced many of the LGBTQI plus community to flee from their home. Many of the queer community in El Salvador has been a target of violence and the government has done very little to help the community. Um, in 2020, three police officers were found guilty in the killing of Camila Diaz Cordova, a transgender woman who had been deported by the U.S., which is a whole other conversation we need to get into. Um, and though the conviction was a good sign that perhaps people would be held accountable, there's so much more to be done. Um, as in fact, they talked about the amount of violence that is happening and much of them being transgender community being targeted. LGBTQI plus community in El Salvador has not been 
protected, as in fact, one presidential nominee uh, previously had like went all the way in, kind of like some of our uh, political people right now in being anti-LGBTQ rights, as well as uh, really pushing to use harmful rhetoric around that community. And Blanca, again, has seen violence of this nature at f- firsthand, including being abducted and held at gunpoint. Uh, but she's been able to make it out and has become a fierce advocate to protect others from the constant targeted violence and harassment. Uh, she said in a UN article, quote, in El Salvador, my country, LGBTIQ plus people are killed, beaten by gangs, sexually abused, and persecuted. Trans people face the most danger, but together we can change things. She began volunteering at Comcavis Trans, a Salvadorian nonprofit that works for the rights of the LGBTQI plus community and HIV positive people. Under the leadership of Kayla Avalar, she became the communications manager. And after Avalar was forced to flee, Bianca stepped in as the executive director of Comcavis Trans. And I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> and under her leadership since then, Bianca has been an advocate and leader for the trans community and even named UNHCR's first trans woman high profile supporter, allowing her to continue to speak up and advocate for her community and country. Right. And here's a bit of the history on Comcavis. And we're calling this Comcavis. We don't know if that's how it's said or it's supposed to be C O M C A V I S. So, sorry, we took it from their site, could not find any pronunciations, but we want to recognize them. So, the history on Comcavis Trans, uh, from their site, comcavis.org, uh, Comcavis Trans Association was born in response to the needs felt by trans women participating in the various support groups, people with HIV, to feel discriminated against, not represented, and did not obtain the required information according to their own characteristics. And on July 5th, 2008, Comcavis Trans was founded with the purpose of having a support group with which you could feel identified trans women and thus strengthen your knowledge on HIV, antiretroviral therapy, human rights, stigma and discrimination, gender identity and related interests and direct populations of trans women's issues. With the passing of time, Comcavis Trans is defined as a non-political, non-religious, non-governmental organization and non-profit which aims to, quote, represent, defend, ensure and promote human rights and interests of women trans to foster their development and respect for human dignity. Obtaining legal status on December 8, 2011, when the Ministry of Interior gives its juridical personality and which was published in the official Gazette on December 22, 2011. Since its inception, Comcavis Trans does its job with respect and subject to national laws, to public order based on the impartiality, regardless of gender identity, sexual orientation, race, sex, creed, nationality, social status, and political affiliations. So your help routed with the high spirit of service and objective understanding governed by the fundamental rights and freedoms. So that was from their site, translated. Bianca has been awarded the Nansen Refugee Award for her work, as well as her continued work with United Nations. She has pushed to bring awareness of the violence and harassment targeted at the LGBTQI plus community and continues to work with Comcavis to help provide services and safe spaces for her community. Bianca's vision, as she has said, is, quote, to continue empowering new leaders, particularly trans leaders, to provide attention to forcefully displayed LGBTIQ plus persons with life-saving assistance as well as small-scale entrepreneurship opportunities to mitigate the impact of displacement and rebuild their lives. 
Amazing. So she does not have a Wikipedia page. So if mm-hmm. someone wants to take that on, they really should. Yes. <laughs> and let us know uh, because she's doing some amazing work and she should be recognized as she stands firm um, in trying to advocate for her people, for herself. Uh, and it's beautiful to see. Yeah. And and going back to what you asked me at the top, I guess another thing I would add is that it's hard I'll speak to my own experience, but if if so many people or your the messages you're getting are this isn't right, this is wrong, this is sinful. And for me, I tried to convince myself for a long time that it was a phase and it will pass and I can be quote normal right. and I can have this life and that's what I should want. Right. Um so it is really hard to have all this messaging coming at you and stand firm and be like no, this is who I am and fight for yourself and for people in your community when, again, you're just inundated with this messaging that's telling you to, like, be quiet and just go along. Yeah, stop stop rocking the boat. Right. I mean, essentially, that's kind of Bianca's experience was as a child, her mother tried to abuse it out of her, locked mm-hmm. her in rooms so she wouldn't dress uh, in dresses, essentially. And yeah, you can't... Like, there's so many things that you really... If it was up to you, if it was truly a choice, mm-hmm. so much simpler to uh, follow the status quo. Mm-hmm. And that's what we people aren't understanding. It's not about, that's this like fanfare of like, they're trying to be dramatic. It's no, that's, they're just trying to live, trying to live our life. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So as always, inspiring work here, um, very important work. Uh, and we're going to continue to look out for what Bianca does. Get on that Wikipedia page, somebody, please. Somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please, please. And as always, if you have somebody you think we should be talking about on this segment or any other suggestion, you can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. 
Tennessee sounds perfect.